here is Holistic Harmony Javi, your Holistic Peak Performance Coach. It's a great day to be grateful and welcome back to the World's Healthiest Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about relationships. So once again, this entire series has just been about the fundamentals of being human. We talked about water, food, emotions, and now it's time to talk about relationships. Relationships are such an important part of life, right? We have experiences and we have relationships. So I figured I would talk about all of the things that I think are really important when thinking about relationships, whether it's platonic, whether it's romantic, all the rules apply. So let's just dive right in. So when it comes to relationships, we all can measure the depth or the breadth of our relationships. And that all has to do with intimacy. So how deeply we connect with someone uh, really determines the level of intimacy there. Now, as I'm sure you guys know, it's very difficult to be extremely intimate with a large group of people, simply because you have to divulge a lot of stuff that's going on in your life. And if you're constantly just telling everybody the same story, it could be very boring and it's not as fulfilling. So it's one of those things where you have to really look at your circle and understand if you have a lot of friends and a lot of people in your circle and you're not necessarily going deep with a lot of them, uh, you're, you're going to be lacking this sense of depth when it comes to these relationships. And don't get me wrong, it's great to have acquaintances, it's great to have people to network with, uh, but when it comes to establishing intimacy in your life, you're gonna want a, a few, a select few people that you can really go deep with, that you can really connect with on such a deeper level because a huge part of the beauty of this human experience is the level that we connect to each other, right? Like we don't exist in a vacuum, no man is an island. So when we gather together and we can share stories, we can share experiences, it reminds us that we are all one, right? And that's what this whole life is about, is waking up from the illusion of separation and thinking that somebody else is different than you. And we're gonna talk about that in a second as well. Because ultimately, everyone is a mirror at the end of the day. If you can imagine the ocean, right? Huge ocean. And imagine that as the great spirit or life force that crawls into anything and everything, right? Like what makes a, you know, a stalk sprout from the bean in complete darkness and become a huge plant, right? Like the acorn that falls to the ground and has the potential to become an acorn. What is that? What breaks through to that barrier? And that's the life force. It's the same life force that turns two cells that come together into a fully functioning human being that can affect so much change on this planet. You know, we all have that life force within us. And if you imagine the ocean as the big spirit, all of the life force, what we are is just a, a cup if you take a cup of the water of the ocean, our soul and spirit is inside that cup, right? We're, we're the water that's inside the cup, but the cup itself is just, is just the shell. And that's this human body that we tend to identify with when in reality we are the ocean. And it was one of my favorite Buddhist monks uh, that said enlightenment is when the wave realizes it's the ocean. So this has to do a lot with the relationships that we have because what we might find is ourselves judging other people when we don't necessarily understand that everybody is a mirror. We all come to this planet like a clean slate, the same 
amount of water, the same type of water. And what happens is we have different vessels. We have different bodies. We have different cups. You know, you might be a coffee cup. Somebody else could be fine china. And it doesn't matter if it's worth more or less. It's just to illustrate the example, right? But what happens over time is that cup gets beat and bruised and 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 chipped away. And some people decide to kind of upgrade their cup. And because they don't necessarily look like you did, it doesn't feel like that anymore. It's easy to get caught up in that. But the truth of the matter is that every single person on this earth is a living, breathing example of what happens when the God force energy comes through a human and has the experiences that shape them into who they are, right? Because it's 50% nurture, 50% nature, and nature is a force. So there's so much that goes into shaping a person. And that's what really helped me in my journey when I started to to have this Christ consciousness energy activate within my heart. And I started to realize like, wow, even the most violent and crazy people are, are really just me living that life. And had I gone through all of the things that they went through, all of them, and I'm not talking about you know, because they'll say, well, two people grow up in the same neighborhood or the same household and one ends up, you know, being a delinquent and the other one doesn't. And it's not similar experiences. What I'm talking about is the exact same experiences throughout all my life. If I had that, that would bring me to the same point that that person is at right now. So I, I have a much more detached view uh, and, and it allows me to not get as emotional, not take things personally and to understand everybody is in their own process because they are me just with different choices, having, you know, been dealt a different card, different deck of cards, a different hand. Right. So when you understand that and you know that everybody is really just you, it allows you to understand life at a much deeper level and you understand the mirror effect that happens when somebody does something and it triggers something within you it's a clear indication of something that still needs you know that still needs to be worked on right like that trigger shows you all the areas that you're not free yet because if it truly if you were truly free nothing that nobody nobody else did would bother you right and this is where it gets a little murky and people say well there are others that infringe on other people's rights and they don't have a right to do that. But that that's outside of the scope of this conversation. We're going to revert back to it because I, I, I love the idea of karma, but we're going to keep this within the relationships because another important aspect of relationships is reciprocity. So reciprocity is that give and take that two way street, that quid pro quo that's just embedded in just how we operate, how nature operates, right? Like everything has a symbiotic relationships and that's, and that's what we should strive to have as people. We should aim to have a relationship that nurtures us as much as we nurture it. And that's often very hard to come by. And you'll see it time and time again, where People will take, take, take and not give enough. And that ends up off, up upsetting and offsetting the natural balance of things. And it ends up building resentment over time. So reciprocity is a really big part of relationships. And any relationship that you feel the energy is not being reciprocated, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to fall back. You have to cut them off. You know, I, I tend to find that as a very, uh, you know, uncompassionate way to deal with these problems, but bring it up and say, hey, I noticed that I'm putting a lot more energy into this 
uh, than you are and really understanding the other person. I mean, it's really about listening more than anything when it comes to relationships, whether it's a romantic relationship or platonic, really being there to understand first before wanting to be understood is a big component of leadership. And it's something that you need to do uh, in, in your relationships. So I get a lot of people that ask me because they see the, my involvement in Modern Renaissance, man. They see the depth that I have with these brothers of mine. And they ask me, man, like, how did you find your tribe? How did you go about that? Like, all the relationships in my life, uh, they, you know, for lack of a better term, they fucking suck. And I'm like, uh, you know, you have to really understand that you are leading, leading in everything that you do. In everything that you do, you're setting an example, you're setting the tone, you're leading. And what most people don't understand is that this is happening every single day with every conversation at every moment. And everyone is a leader, but not everybody realizes they are one. So what this means is in your relationships, you have to lead and start first where you want others to go. So if you want deeper relationships, let's say with your parents, and, and you want to have a deep, meaningful relationship where they're not just, you know, uh, a higher up, they're not just a, a authority figure, but it's just two humans connecting on a very intimate plane, you need to lead by being vulnerable first, leading the conversation where it is that you want to go, uh, but doing it naturally. Like if it's forced too much, you'll feel that friction, they'll feel that friction, and nobody will really benefit. It has to feel as natural as possible. But the first step in doing that is understanding that you're leading in everything that you do, especially those conversations. So if you want to increase the intimacy of your relationships, it has to start with you. You have to be the one to talk about certain things that are tough. You know, you have to have those, initiate those tough conversations for whatever reason, whether it's confrontational or whether it's just tough for you to actually get it out. That is a really big part. And then it's just noticing how they relate to you in that moment. What, what is the energy like? How is it being reciprocated? Because ultimately relationships are some of the most powerful tools that we have to see our vision through and, and, and to be here to do exactly what we were put on this earth to do. It's through relationships that we end up achieving all of this because once again, no man is an island. There's no greatness that was achieved by one person in a vacuum. And that's one thing that I notice a lot of people don't necessarily do is they don't leverage their relationships. And this doesn't necessarily mean, you know, using people or manipulating people but it's essentially networking and using every opportunity to network. So what this looks like is, let's say you got a new business or something that you're really excited about that you want other people to, 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 to feed into, right? Whether it's you got a new album that's coming out, a new project, a business, you know, whatever it is, you're excited about it. Why isn't that the topic of conversation in every conversation you have? And I see this as a big missed opportunity when it comes to how people network. They'll have conversations with people all the time, like, hey, how's it going? How are you? And instead of actually telling people what's going on, people will just say, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah, it's cool. Everything's good. Instead of using that one moment, that quick, potent opportunity to just drop a quick one line that'll resonate in people's heads. Like, hey, Sam, how are you doing? Oh man, I've been stressed because of this new business uh, I've been I've been working on, but really exciting stuff though. How about you? How are you? And of course they're gonna be like, I'm good, but tell me more about this business, 
right? So when you use that as an opportunity, it just plants seeds in people's minds and they go, oh, this guy's an artist. Oh, this guy's this, this and that. And you never know what opportunities will find you because you pop up in their mind. And it's a two-way street. You know, we talked about reciprocity. It's a two-way street and you need to be just as curious as they are about you. And the thing is, once again, you're leading in this conversation, you're leading the topic by going a little bit deeper than just the small talk of, hey, yeah, everything's good. And you're presenting a piece of information that they'll decide what to do with it or not. If they decide to engage in it more with you, great, that's a bonus. But if not, you know, you planted the seed and you, sh you, you showed up leading and wanting them to get a little bit deeper. And that's all you can really do sometimes. That's all you can really do, but to increase your intimacy, to really unlock it, you need to understand that presence is the key. Being completely present with the person that you're with, and if you can't, expressing that in real time is the key to unlocking that intimacy. Because what happens is you, you're staring at a person with no masks, being completely authentic and vulnerable. And what presence looks like is imagine you you know you have a internet browser and you're looking up something right you got one tab open that's what presence is just one tab open and you're focused on whatever's happening in the present moment now if you're not being present it's akin to having multiple different tabs open in your mind you're thinking about this you're thinking about that and you can't necessarily be present with the person that's right in front of you now listen it's impossible to be a hundred percent present all of the time thoughts are going to come up like, hey, did I leave the stove on or, oh crap, I forgot to send that email to this person. And whenever you find that, if you notice you're in a moment of deep connection with somebody else and that comes up and you get distracted, simply airing that out, simply saying, oh, sorry, I got distracted. I'm thinking about this, this and that. Sorry, let me just process this really quickly. It's something that we don't do as often. And I think it would save a lot of relationships if we simply just expressed what we were feeling, what was going in our going on in our heads in real time with the other person, if it's a moment of deep connection, right? You know, it's it's if you're being seen and being witnessed and vice versa. It doesn't really make sense if you both are just on the couch, something playing in the background, you're on your phones, and then you know you blurt this out because this isn't a moment of 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 deep intimacy in which you're getting, you know, you're 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 really seeing each other. You're just occupying space together, which is another form of intimacy, but you know, aside from the point, you really want to make sure that you're as present as possible in these relationships so you can get the most out of those experiences because somebody will say something and if you don't catch it in that moment, you know, it can mean the world to them. And if you don't, if you aren't able to recall that information or whatever it is, you know, people can feel like uh, you were ignoring them. And that chips away at, at the wall of trust that you can have in a relationship. And it chips away at the bank account, the emotional bank account that we have with everybody, which I'll talk about in a second. This was absolutely huge for me once I really understood this. And, and I'm excited to talk about that topic. But one thing that's important to understand, too, is that the quality of our relationships is a direct reflection of the quality of our life, right? And when I say the quality of our relationship, not just the depth, but the alignment behind it. Are the relationships that you give the most time to in your life, are they aligned with your higher vision, with your higher goal, where it is that you want to go? You know, they, they say it very often, and I couldn't agree more. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with point blank period. 
you know so if you want a quality life you want to have quality relationships deep meaningful relationships with people that are aligned with and it doesn't have to be aligned with your values but they are aligned in helping you reach your highest potential and whatever that means which means these are people that aren't going to encourage you to do something that's outside of alignment with what you want to do and when that does happen and you feel like these people in your life these relationships that you're having is taking away from you that's where you really have to understand the law of reciprocity and you have to take a step back express it if you like to but understand that nobody's owed an explanation and especially if this is something that has been happening repeatedly you've likely given signs that this is not okay and if you suddenly go ghost or if you don't want to talk to them anymore uh, and you don't want to express why I'm sure that there's there's a uh, you know signs along the way so another thing that's super interesting that I found with relationships is that everybody wants to be treated exactly the same. Everyone wants the same level of dignity and respect. And I noticed this, you know, when talking to celebrities or just thinking about how they interact in the world. And if you ask them across the board, they all say that they just want to be treated like everybody else. And so it's, it's really important to give everybody that same level of respect uh, and, and the same benefit of the doubt at the end of the day, because when you start to treat people differently, putting some people on a pedestal, other people below you, it, it tends to rub off in that relationship. And people could tell, you know, people could tell. And, it, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's, it's not gonna foster that deep level of connection. If as you know, more so even with yourself, it's not going to foster that deep level connection with yourself. If you're changing and morphing yourself to fit other people's molds of you instead of showing up authentically as yourself. So relationships are a great mirror for that to show you the ways in which you're not showing up authentically as yourself and you're doing things to please certain people instead of truly honoring your truth and yourself. So we're all on the same level. And when we treat people like that, it really expands the depth of our relationship and it builds trust in a way that, you know, we, we can't even fathom until we're actually in it. And that brings up another point, honestly, boundaries. Boundaries is, is super important because as we grow, not everybody is gonna grow with you. Not everybody is growing at the same rate that you are. And it's important to have boundaries set in place because if not, you'll end up just getting walked all over and you'll look back 40 years and, and, and wonder why you didn't achieve everything that you wanted. And it's because your boundaries were very porous. And, you know, I'm not speaking from a pedestal. My boundaries are porous occasionally as well. And I have to take a hard look at them and ask myself, why is it hard for me to set boundaries? What is the issue here? And what I found for myself and for a lot of people is that, you know, um, Boundaries are, they can feel like a burden sometimes. It feels very uncomfortable to, to set a boundary with somebody else. Uh, sometimes even asking for support within the same camp, it feels like a burden. A lot of people have so much stuff going on. You don't want to burden them by asking for support or you don't want an uncomfortable situation by telling them that this behavior is no longer okay. It's still a, you know discomfort at the end of the day. And one thing that I've realized is in setting boundaries is you're actually helping 
both parties. So one, you're helping yourself by setting that boundary, right? But two, when you do that, it reminds the people that you set it with, hmm, in what ways am I not honoring myself and my boundaries, right? And then when it comes to asking for support, you know, it could feel like a burden sometimes as well. But the thing is, it's on that person to set a boundary. So if you need support and you ask for someone, it's their responsibility to communicate the capacity and the bandwidth that they have to help you. And if not, to set a boundary. And once again, it just kind of helps out everybody. So at the end of the day, boundaries is hugely important, but they're not always the easiest thing to do. And the last thing I really want to talk about is the emotional bank account. So this was huge. I got this from Stephen Covey, who is the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Book completely changed my life. Highly recommend you look into it. Uh, But one thing that he said that has changed my life ever since and my understanding of relationships is looking at your relationships as an emotional bank account. And you have an account with everybody you're in relation with. And with some of those accounts, they're in the red, they're overdrawn, you know, and they're pretty much for all intents and purposes closed. Now, other relationships, you know, you have a balance of. And here's the thing, both parties, it's a mutual fund. So both parties have the ability to withdraw and deposit. What does a withdrawal look like? A withdrawal looks like taking from that account, doing something that chips away at that trust. That's a withdrawal. So anytime that you tell someone, yes, I'll be there for you and you don't show, or yes, I'll call you and you don't call back, you know, it chips away at that account and you're you're taking a withdrawal. Now, granted, some withdrawals are different, right? Like saying, hey, you know, I'll give you a call back and, you know, not giving a call back is very different than saying, hey, I'll be there at your graduation and not being there for the graduation, right? But it all depends on the person's perceived withdrawal. So for you, you could be like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'll just, you know, I'm just not going to do it. And for you, in your mind, it's a withdrawal of $1, right? But in their mind, because it's so much bigger of a deal, it's 10 to them, you know, or it's 100 to them. And, And that's the thing. So it's not necessarily what you believe that withdrawal to be worth, but what they believe it's worth. And a deposit works the same exact way. A deposit is doing something that adds to that level of trust. Anytime you say you're gonna come through and you do, or you do something nice that's unexpected, like all of that stuff adds to it, to that account and it puts it higher and higher in the green. And here's the thing, just like the withdrawal, it's all subjective. So you could think that you're doing a deposit that's worth 100 and to the other person it's just worth one or you could be doing one and it's actually worth 100. So understanding that is huge to making sure that all your relationships are in good standing. And one thing that happens, right, when you withdraw too much or you don't deposit enough, the account starts to go in the red. And what that looks like is that there's no trust in that relationship anymore. You know, at this point, you're probably not even communicating or talking. It's just, you know, and the thing is, you never know when that could be. It could be one withdrawal on your part that's just completely earth shattering and and that's you know and that's unfortunate but it happens all the time you know it happens all the time and whenever that happens it's a clear indication that the bank account itself right the emotional bank account wasn't in good standing it wasn't in a high high place to begin with 
And whenever that happens, you have to be okay with it and close down that account and be willing to move on, you know, and and understand that you're wealthy in so many other ways with so many other relationships and, you know, to put your time and effort into those instead. So relationships are, are a complicated topic. There's a lot to cover. But once again, I just wanted to quickly, briefly go over the basics, what I think are most important when it comes to relationships. So with that, I hope this was an informative and delightful episode. Please feel free to subscribe and share this with anybody that you think uh, it'll really help with. And as always, family, let's get this growth. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.